What's going on, you guys? It's the Shy Town Pucks here. Uh, super excited to say that we have Gizmo here again. Uh, we also have Kevin and Jordan, your co-hosts. Um, Gizmo, we're gonna jump to you right away. How are you doing over there? Good guys. I uh, hope you uh, hope you had a good Christmas, good holiday. Nice, to, uh, nice to be back, making it a little bit of a regular thing, hanging out with you fellas. So it's uh, it's it's good. I get my uh, I get my nightly dose of whiskey normally with uh, with you boys. So. <laughs> It's technically not drinking alone if I'm if I'm drinking with you guys, right? <laughs> right. Zoom Even if happy it's hours. Yeah. Yeah. All the yeah. Sick. Good. This is Good. not a podcast. This is a Zoom happy hour that you guys Good. are just oh, unfortunately okay. listening to. Good. <laughs> uh, Kevin, how are you My doing name over is Nick? And I'm a Zoom happy hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fishing out. Oh man. There's gonna be AA meetings over Zoom in no time. <laughs> And this Which is one of them. Probably are. No yeah. question. Yeah, we're gonna change no the name of the podcast here. Question. Yeah, there's a market for that. Somebody should jump all over that. Absolutely. I feel like there has to be a market for that. Kevin, how are you, how are you doing? On the note of AA, how are you doing, Kevin? <laughs> right, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, actually, just we got a uh, a new lease uh, contract, so I'm probably gonna be in Colorado for another year. Then maybe I'll be back in Chicago, but that's. Pretty much the only thing new going on in my life. I feel betrayed because for the last four years, you've been saying you're going to come back. I was only meant to be out here for like a year, two tops. And then I got a girlfriend dog and we moved in together and that happened. Girlfriend, what else is next? Where's the wedding? (laughs) I know, right? Put a ring on it already, bud. (laughs) Right? Uh, We'll see. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't go like apartment dog and like, I mean, how does that end? Like if that doesn't work out, like, what do you, like, how do you, like it's in custody of a child. Like who gets the dog? Like how do you uh, split the place? Like the dog, we got the dog before the apartment and she's got a cat, but they're, they're definitely both of ours. She was with me the day I adopted my dog. Oof, that's a tough. You're gonna have to marry her now, man. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, what do they call that? I don't want to say it, but uh, what do they call it? Um, what do they call what? When you get a battle. dog, when you get a dog together, it's. I, I think it's uh, ghetto, ghetto married. I think when you get a dog together, <laughs> basically Jesus like binded Christ, by, it. basically binded by, it, by a living. Just being, go, just yeah. elope. It's fine. You're yeah. Good. Okay, elope. <laughs> that's a better way to put it. So Kevin's gonna propose soon. I hope she's listening. Is she a listener? Uh, no. Okay, I'll text she's her not. after we okay. we post it and cool. give her she, the time. She wants a year in Chicago before we ever. So get you're there. avoiding that clearly. Yeah, and neither of us we're fine just the way we are. All right. Well, we're gonna move on. Jordan, how are you doing? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just waiting for this year to be over. Good riddance. I got yeah. 28 more hours of this year than 2021. Hopefully I can do something fun that year, but just ready for 2020 to be over, especially as a Hawks fan given the last week. I think, yeah, we're just getting started, buddy. How, how about you, Kyle? How's it going? I'm good. I um, I took my kids, well, one of them's been sledding before, but um, I know you and, you and Kevin, Kevin and Jordan, you guys know, Gizmo, you might not. I, I have a one and a half year old and a seven month old. I, we took the seven month old sledding today for the first time in the yard. Oh, wow. Okay. And my wife said very explicitly, don't put him down that hill. It's too big. And I did. And he flipped over. Super. Did so he get back up? Grade, grade he didn't get back up because he's not strong enough to get up. He just <laughs> laid there. Face planted in snow. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, a little Eddie O here for all you young fathers out there. 
<laughs> Listen to your wife because she's probably right. So tell me, when is the backyard rink going up? How Dude, old before that goes up? None of my yard, yard is like flat. It's one big slope. It's one big slope. You could ask my son. He knows all about that. Change the sides at halftime, man. You'd have to like, I'd have to like level it out. And it just seems like an expensive project. Dude. I think of that at work when I'm not doing anything for a while, like building a backyard rink and what it would take and like, yeah, digging out straight dirt just to like level it all out. I want to do it. ODRs are great. I mean, I, I got, that's where I grew up. That's what I learned how to skate on. I was on a, you know, I was a pond in Michigan. I mean, yeah, you can build one in your backyard. Oh my gosh. I mean, what an, what an epic, I mean, what an epic dad move. That's I have a small place. I have a small creek in my yard. It could be like Mystery Alaska where they skate places. You could skate. Oh, the there creek. you go. Yeah, but it's go. probably not big enough to skate on. Kyle, Great I, movie, by the way. Great oh, movie. Is movie. I don't know if you remember this. One of my most memorable Christmases, my mom moved away out of the state. I was living in a vacant house and I had no one to celebrate Christmas with. I think me and you went to the pond to go skate together, and there's a dog chasing hockey pucks on Christmas morning. Uh, it awesome. certainly started out as a happy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a vacant house. <laughs> I just remember. I remember um, going to Naperville, the the oh. rinks they set up there in Naperville, and playing all the time. We would yeah. say they they had the lights that you could turn them on in the middle. You could go there at three a.m. and you just hit the button, the light would go on, you could play hockey. But the, having boards and then actual yeah. nets, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, we would just play. Uh, we would just play. Uh, like horse with the posts. Yeah, it was great. We lost all the pucks. And beers out there, all the pucks. Yeah, that was that was always fun. And there was nothing, there's nothing ever in my mind like that sound. I love that damn sound. The sound of, of being outdoors and having blades on ice and the crunch. I mean, I, I would relish in the early morning practices too as a kid when you were the first ones on on a rink, even though it was like a 6 a.m. practice and just – you had that fresh ice smell, a little bit of a linger of the Zamboni still. A little gasoline, that was key. Unbelievable. And then you step on that ice, and I would be, I would rifle through getting my gear on as a little guy. I mean, I would get that on so quick. My dad would be Johnny on the spot, or my mom would be Johnny on the spot to tie my skates. And then that first, that first solo lap on a crisp rink in an empty arena with just the crunch echoing and the smell and the cold and it was always freezing the eyes water a little bit and then you're ready to roll and the boys are out there it's like let's go like give me back that like that's that sound is the sexiest sound in the world i think i love it i i crave the zamboni gasoline smell Mm, it's good it's 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 just gasoline. slightly different, but gasoline no, no, no. The Zamboni good. one, you it's, know, it's there's a difference. Yeah. Rolling into the rink early in the morning, the first time the Zamboni runs, that smell mm-hmm. that lingers for a bit. Give me that. Mm-hmm. I want to. I've always wanted to that. drive a Zamboni. Never so driven one. I would hit. I would hit the ball. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's so. It looks hard. Around. It looks yeah, driving the Zamboni looks really difficult. They make it look easy, but I can't imagine because they like slide on purpose in certain sections, and I don't it's know how they do that. You got so much pressure too, because every kid is staring at you. Staring, <laughs> yeah. your job. Staring, can't screw it up. They're you got to. You got to make sure you finish with one good lane, one good yeah, line. It can't be too big, too small. That. You don't want to uh, leave that sliver and have to re-go over what you already no, did. You look like an wet. idiot. Then there's a Put puddle. Yeah. And puddle as, behind the crease sucks. And as a grown-ass man, you want to look cool in front of the kids. That's very important. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. 
Well, at this point, I think the listeners probably think we have no topics and they're right. We're just going to do this the whole time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. So we're going to talk quite a bit about the Hawks today. We want to talk about um, some key injuries that I'm sure everyone already knows about, but we're going to dive into the impact there. Um, talk a little bit about who we want to see step up, talk about the schedule, and then we're going to end on some random, weird, chaotic topics. So boys, this was a rough little go for us, wasn't it? So we have had some tough news. We knew, or we found out about Nylander, about a week and a half ago. We found out about Doc, what was that, a week ago, but then found the actual news about how long it's going to be just a few days ago. And then just yesterday, the news about Taves came out. I don't know, we're very unexpected. Um, how are you guys feeling about everything? Well, I mean, listen, I mean, this is a, this is an opportunity for, for certain guys to, to step up. And certainly the young mentality theory is going to be tested even further here. I think that there are some, some, some opportunities for some guys now to really take on an incredibly, an incredibly big role. Um, you know, the, the doc thing was devastating. Um, when I saw it happen, I was, I was actually watching the game and I'm like, how was that? Like, it just looked weird, and I knew he reacted right away. And I've, I've broken a bone in hockey too, so like I knew exactly. I was like, I broke something. Uh, I didn't know obviously how bad it was at the moment, but I was like, there's there's no way he didn't break something there. Uh, I was hoping it wouldn't be a surgery, but obviously with the surgery, it, it, it almost doubles your time. So um, we'll be lucky to see Doc by the end of the regular season um, playoffs. Uh, would would probably be your, be your best bet. Um, the the Nylander injury, yeah, that's another one of those. Man, that's tough because that was a guy that I really hoped was going to step up and have himself a year. So that one was a bit of a bummer. And then uh, the cap stuff was way out of left field. I yeah, I hadn't heard a thing about that. Um, obviously, you know, his health is the priority, and guys like him know his body so well. So if he thinks something is off, and obviously something is off. Um, you know, great on him to get it back. Um, the person that Taves is and the athlete and the fighter, um, no matter what it is that he's, he's dealing with, uh, you know, I put the percentage at very high that he figures it out and he figures it out quick. And you haven't seen the last of, of Jonathan Taves. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about um, that. I mean, I think everybody right now just, you know, the big concern is, is okay, buddy, get better. I mean, that's an incredible human being. That guy has got a, a gravitational pull to him that is unlike a lot of people I've ever been around. So um, that team definitely needs him. But um, on the flip side of things, it's an opportunity now for guys to step up. I would imagine that they'll get the Dylan Strom deal done rather quickly. You're going to need a guy like that who has familiarity. Um, it's time for Debrinket to step up. It's time for Boki to step up. Obviously, a lot of this weight is going to be on the shoulders of of um, of of, uh, of Kaner. Um, and Duncan Keith and most likely Seabrook. And then aside from that, uh, you know, the big news, I think the positive is, is you've got Andrew Shaw looking absolutely ready to go. I mean, he looks brilliant on the ice. He's worked off. He's, he's worked his butt off all summer. I mean, he looks really, really good. So I would expect massive things and a massive shot in the arm uh, for the Hawks from Andrew Shaw. Yeah, this is just tough sledding. I thought this was going to be a tough season. Um, you know, certainly have a shot in the playoffs, but you're losing basically an entire line worth of uh, 
high talent offensive players. It, it, to me, it changes the outlook of the season a little bit uh, from the beginning, especially now that your first and second line centers are out indefinitely. And then as far as just the dock and the knee lander, that's real bummer is to the younger guys on the team, to the younger forwards um, who'd benefit most from playing another full season, in the NHL develop their games and build on what they had last year. It's just, it's just disappointing that as a team that's trying to retool a little bit on the fly, infusing some young talent when those guys aren't getting games because they're out because of injuries. It's just, it's just a disappointment. It's uh, and, and like you said, I just, no one knows what's going on with Taves. Hopefully it's nothing too serious. He's given so much for this franchise for so long. Um, I feel like he's almost become underappreciated to a point these last couple of years, despite all he gives. Just it's tough to see. Yeah, he's the heartbeat of that team. No question about it. And I imagine that he'll still <laughs> keep his fingers on the pulse with everything and still uh and still be involved while he gets through whatever it is that he's getting through. But I mean yeah, I agree with you. That that guy is a, you know, he is every bit of the heartbeat and the blood flow of the Chicago Blackhawks. It's tough to see. I mean, Jordan, you just touched on, and so did you, Gizmo, but like Doc and Nylander being as young as they are, any missed games is tough. Missing an entire season, even more tough. Um, you know, considering it's a short season, it caused that to happen for both of them where – likely they won't play a game this season. Doc, like you said, Gizmo might might get in near the playoffs or the very end of the season, maybe the last couple of weeks, but it'll be a close call. It, it sucks to see Taves um, not have the chance to be there right off the bat for a lot of the young guys on this team and for a team that started to rebuild. You know, like you said, he's the he's the heartbeat of this team and losing that is devastating, but I do think it's really important that you know, I think we've all seen on Twitter and everywhere, like a lot of speculation, some absurd, some people just trying to figure out what's going on. But at the end of the day, like we all agree that we just want to make sure Taves is okay. You know, there's a lot of unknown right now and and it's not for us to know for, for certain reasons. You know, this is, he's a human being, he's an elite athlete that's going through something that's causing him to make a decision not to play for his team right now. And it's just important that we give him his time and space. And we know and, and every Hawks fan should know that the second that guy can lace up the skates and be out there helping this team win, he's going to be there. Like, he's not going to take his time. Um, so I'm just excited to see him get back out there when he can. It had to be incredibly tough to, like, come out and say that even. Like, I bet there's a lot of guys out there who would try to keep going, whatever is going wrong with them. But, yeah, good on him. But, yeah, mo- yeah, I- I think this is the time where we kind of have to reset our goals and kind of like our, the standards should always be high, but I think our outlook on the season of like what we should be look, looking forward to has to change as of today. What well, do you guys I mean, think? I, I think you can adjust your expectations. Obviously when you lose that many caliber guys, you, you have to, you have to set your expectations accordingly, but yeah. I wouldn't jump to putting a number on things in terms of wins or losses right totally. away. These totally. t- t- moments like this can also galvanize guys. I mean, listen, I saw it up close and personal in, in Vegas. I saw it when you took a bunch of guys that everybody was writing off and they stepped up and they were brilliant. And then right when they were brilliant, Marc-Andre Fleury goes down and then their backup goalie goes down and they just kept getting better. So 
um, the competitive makeup of this group that will be spearheaded significantly by the likes and the attitudes of Duncan Keith and Seabrook and Kane will be to a F everybody else. Let's take a look around and let's go do this for these guys. Let's go win games. Let's go prove all these people wrong. Let's take these media naysayers and these, these, these everybody that wants to owe doom and gloom it. And let's go, let's go, let's go give them the finger essentially. So I would not count out this group in that locker room from being able to galvanize and rally around the situation to turn it into a positive for themselves. And until I see a couple of weeks of, of hockey, I'm not going to make a judgment on what this team can do because I've seen it too many times. And I've, I've been that guy, you, you know, that's been in a room and it's like, okay, well, you know what, let's go prove everybody wrong. Um, hell I'm that way in my career. So um, I think anytime that you get a lot of people kind of pushing negatives, you're going to see you're going to see that group rise up. I mean, it was already happening last year towards the playoff push when they were everybody was like, "Oh, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it." And those guys, I could see it in eyes. I could see it in Keith's eyes. I could see it in Taves's eyes. I could see it in Kane's eyes. And they're just like, "Yeah, watch this." So let's see what happens here. Let's see what happens totally. here. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna write the season off yet. I'm not. I'm not totally. Anytime you have guys that have, I mean, any professional athlete has that next man up mentality, especially sure. when you have an entire roster full of Hall of Famers. Yeah. They're going to be pushing everyone the same, the same expectations, and they all have goals of winning the Stanley Cup. That's why they play each season. Absolutely. But I think there's a, a new set of goals of I'm looking forward to guys stepping up into roles they probably wouldn't have been put in otherwise. So I want to see, I want to see who steps up to that next level. If that makes any sense, either guys who weren't even had on the radar or guys that we've seen and haven't seen their full potential yet. Right. That's, right, right. that's my next. Let's stay on that. <laughs> let's let's get into like actually who we want to see step up or who we think will step up. So we've got a lot of players that would probably from like a quick look be a bottom six player that are going to have to step up and fill in top six quite frequently this season. Um I'm just gonna pass it around. Like Kevin, you just brought it up. Who would you like to see step up this season to fill in the gap that we just saw open up? What do you got, Jordan? No, you, Kevin. Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Passing the buck. <laughs> he got that pass. He got Here's that Kevin. pass. He's like, he Jordan. saw that guy bearing down on him, and he's like, no, nope, nope. screw it. Here, Jordan, take it. <laughs> uh, I think Jordan it, should just go now. <laughs> Shame on you, Kevin. I mean, Get that I got, puck deep, Jordan. Get that I mean, puck deep. I, well, you I know, got, I'll, I'll take I this, got, Kev. I got simpleton views on it, but I think there's going to be a lot of jumbling of lines. But I, I'm trying to – I know, I'm even in my mind right now, I'm looking at the roster of guys and seeing who I think – I'm sure be. whoever I say, Kevin is going to say he agrees with me because he has no idea who he's going to say. Um, no, I, I, I'm going to take the what I think is the easy answer since we've lost you know, our number one center and, and likely our number two center in Doc. Then I'm going with the next highest center on the roster. I mean, Dylan Strom um, – this is really his chance to play um, some serious first-line center minutes. You know, they just added Soderberg. I don't think he'll be playing, um, you know, as much first-line. Um, so I'll say Dylan Strom, you know, he had a ton of success his first year. I thought, um, you know, beginning of last season, he was great. Um, then he quieted down a little bit. I know they had him play him at wing. and he didn't look quite as comfortable there. Um, but the guy was drafted third overall, boatload of talent. Um, you know, I, he's going to get extra minutes. Um He's also going to get some of the toughest matchups, I think. But uh, 
he's the guy who has to step up. And I think he's the guy who's going to see the most, you know, biggest increase in points because of this. You know, he's going to be like the first power play. Sorry, this is a huge opportunity for him, too. And he's going to recognize the fact that, listen, this is a guy that maybe was on the edge of not getting a contract, right? Yeah. So now you now you get a contract. I would assume most likely they've still got some work to do on it. And, you, you know, there's going to be a little pressure in that. You see guys that get contracts and they sort of kind of they kind of pan off a little bit. But I guarantee you this conversation is, is OK, listen, we're, we're going to give you what you want. But here's the deal. Like, you better be dialed. And he's going to work with Yanni Perot and they're going to work on faceoffs, and he's going to be dialed on draws and he's going to have to watch a lot more. He's going to be have he's going to have to be a much more. Um, engaged and active participant in the entire game than maybe he's used to. And that's okay. That, that comes with experience. That's not just something that, that happens. I mean, you've got that Jonathan Taves esque, you know, professor like approach that he, he comes at the game with. So yeah, the pressure is going to be on, on, on Strom, but I mean, I've, I've known him long enough to know that this is a guy that will thrive on that. I don't think he really got that opportunity last year. I think he's a better center than he is a winger. I think you're going to see him playing with, uh, you know, he'll get he'll get some time with the Brinkett, which he's going to like, and yeah. I, I think that that's going to be beneficial for both those guys. So, yeah, I would agree that uh, that Strom is a step up guy, but I would say, you know, the 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 counter step up, the partnership there is is going to be his best friend in in um, uh, to Brinkett also needing to 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 equalize that and. And and help and and those two will yin and yang each other. So when Strom's rolling, to Brink it'll be rolling, and and you know we all know Brinksy needs a big season too. I love it. Those two took it from uh you know playing together, having a ton of success as juniors. To Brink it's going over a goal game, then they get paired together in the NHL and pick right up where they left off. Oh it's yeah, pretty fun to see. Throw candy mess with that chemistry too. Yeah, I mean they oh, were yeah. so good together in Erie. Um, you know when they played for the Otters in the OHL, I mean that chemistry. You sew that in, and there's guys you just have that with. I mean, there's guys where you just you just know. I mean, you you play with a guy for that long, you you don't even have to look. You you just you know his stride, you know his timing, you know his pace, you know where he likes to be, you know where he's successful, and all you have to do at that point is you don't even have to look most of the time. Maybe it's a quick glance, but you know it's just put the puck in that general direction and that general area, and those guys are going to be able to pick it up and cover for each other and. You know, it's it's a beautiful thing, and I would like to see them play together more this season. And going back to Strom, I don't want to get too much in a contract talk, but like, I assume every player who signs a contract this year and next year, there's going to be a lot of meat on the bone. So, of just of the way COVID and salary cap is working, I feel like everyone's going to be grinding away, trying to prove themselves that they're worth a lot more next time there's a contract up. So, well, yeah, and you can send it a little harder here, right? 56-game yeah. season, oh, yeah. light travel, new divisions. Like, you can yeah. really go. Like, some guys, like, in the 82-game season, they give it all they got every time, but there's a fatigue factor that starts to kind of wane in. You're, you're picking this up after the holidays. There's no all-star break. There's no bye week. So now you're just going to be like, let's go. Like, boom, 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 boom. And I think that's going to benefit a lot of guys, too, especially yeah. if guys can get in a groove. You get Dylan – if you get Dylan into Brinkett and and Boquist and all these guys that get into a little bit of a zone, those fifty six games are going to tick off real quick. This, this season's going to feel like a blink of an eye. So if you get rolling and there's not going to be a break, you're just going to push, push, push. And I think that benefits this group. What do you guys think about Shazi stepping up? Love it. He will guaranteed. Like, That's going to be one of the top stories this year. No yeah. question about it. Andrew he, Shaw will be the headline this year. 
he's playing top six minutes this whole season. We all feel that way probably, right? Or do we not? He just has to stay healthy. Knock on wood. He just has to stay healthy. But I think that uh, I think that Shazi is going to be – I think everybody's going to be be the number one selling jersey in Chicago this year. He evokes so much energy to the lineup. Every Since he's been out, like the as soon as he went out of the lineup last fall, you could tell there's a lull. Every time he's on the ice, he creates something. Yeah, exactly. I I just think he's going to play, like you said, Gizmo, if he stays healthy, I think he's going to play more minutes in top six than he's played in a long time. If if not ever, I might be wrong on that. But, um, I mean, when you look at the lineup, like there's opportunities for him to fit in that top three, the first line quite often, or there's, there's room for him in the second line. But as you move down, I think he he exceeds the bottom six within this lineup. So I think he's going to have a lot of opportunity to step up and be that guy for the team. I still yeah, think Shaw need him. His, his entire career, Shaw, you can plug him in on any line. Any I mean, line, with, yeah. With the mm-hmm. Hawks, you know, when we won the Cup in 15, he was playing, you know, fourth line right wing. And then the next regular season, he was playing left wing with Taves and Host on the top line. He slots everywhere. Um, I think he'll do more of the same, but, yeah, I think he'll have a big season. I think he'll be hungry. So th- that'll be an exciting thing to watch this year. Plus, you got to love the guy. Won two cups to the Hawks. I love it when these guys come back. Dude, him him raising the cup with that like bleeding cheek or whatever. You guys remember that? That was with that was all time. Yeah, all time. What a guy. If there's if there's something that defines who he is as a player, it's those pictures. <laughs> like just yo, he's he's jacked too. By the way, like that's sure. another guy that you're just like he put the work in. I remember last year when he was injured, I was walking through the, I was walking through the training, um, the training facility at Fifth Third up there, and and he's you know he's working out with his shirt off, throwing a tire around and doing battle ropes, and I'm like, geez, Shazi. He goes, get in here for some reps, Gizmo, and I'm like, I, wow, man, like <laughs> holy god, like. I'm not going to eat for the rest of the month just to try to get on your level. So like he's ready to go. Like that guy's going to be, woo. He's going to be ready. He's going to be ready. I like, I like, I, I, I like what, I like what Charles is going to bring this year. I'm telling you, he's going to be the guy. Who else? You guys got any other players you want to see step up? Focus um, needs to have a big year. Yeah. I was going to say the back end, there's a lot of potential. Who do you guys think Boquist lines up with this year? Oh, I'll stick with Keith. You think Keith? I feel like. Yeah, I think so too. Seems like that's definitely the most time, most pairs he had last season. So yeah, Carlton liked that pairing, so I think they stick with it. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna play better this year. I I sure as hell hope. I, I hope this is like a huge year for him. It's all the talent in the world. It's fun to all watch him dangle with a puck on the blue line, dude. Some of the goals yeah. he's put into, <laughs> just like yeah. unreal. Well, you know, he's more comfortable now too. He's, you know, he's he's living with he's living with Brinksy. He's, he's he's comfortable. He's having fun. He knows it's a big year. You know, he's he's a buy-in guy. He's bought into the way that you know that that Colleton wants him to play. So yeah, I think I think young guys, listen, big chance here. Big chance. Like yeah. step up. And take that's it, why take I'm it still- and run with it. And that's why I'm still excited for this season. As much as Hawks fans want to jump on the negative as of like the last eight months, let alone this last five days, I'm still yeah. really excited to watch Blackhawk hockey. And I'm not trying to be the, I'm not trying to round nose. I'm legit excited to see stuff we haven't seen before. 
Well, I love that. I'm, I'm with you. People tried to do that to me last year. They tried to go, oh, he's just, he's, you know, he's a mouthpiece for the team. No, I'm, I'm actually not. I, 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 I've, I, I feel pretty confident in my hockey knowledge and my ability to, to, you know, to, to read teams. And, you know, I could, I could sit here and list off all the reasons why, but I don't need to, I, whatever it speaks for itself. So I was confident about this team last year and they were able to do what they're doing. And, you know, like I said, I'm going to reserve my judgment on what this team is capable of until I actually get to see them together and play. Like I haven't seen this group, I haven't seen this group together. I haven't seen this group ever really without their captain. Um, and so, you know, I'm interested to see in the first couple of weeks, I'll give it a month before I make any sort of opinion on what the trajectory of this team is. And then I'll, then I'll talk about it, but uh, you know, I'm not going to make any judgments on this group right now based on what's gone on. Certainly they're devastating injuries, no question about it. And it will either, there's no middle ground here. This is going to make this team or this is going to break this team. We'll see in three weeks what that is. I think we have an opportunity to just have like a fun year watching this team, though. I, I know that it might, like you said, break this team, but the the expectations are low. Um, they're very that's the best low part. in that's, a way. So like, we have a team to watch. We get to see some young guys step up. Hopefully there's opportunities for some even younger guys that maybe we don't see on the roster right now come in and play some games that we get to watch play sooner than we had probably anticipated. Hurry man injuries. Rosters, yeah. yeah. So like, if anything, this should just be a, a at least a fun ride of, of watching this team play. Um, if there's any year to do it, it's a year that who knows how many fans we're going to have in the building. So I think it's a year to get, like I've always been saying these last couple of weeks, it's going to get weird and it's going to keep getting weirder. But it's uh, better not. I'm it needs to get back to normal. Yeah, let's back what it needs to Okay, do. yeah. It's okay, Drew. I hope you're right. Kev, I, I love you, but I hope you're dead wrong. I hope that this all Kevin's uh, wrong. All I didn't mean weird in that sense. I mean I that this, this season's gonna be different. So it's gonna be different. Yeah. So Just, this is I mean, the time to test some players out more than we would normally see. That that's more yeah. what I mean. Agreed. I want fans Agreed. in the building right now, but Let's let's talk about the weird schedule then on that note, Kevin. And you can brainstorm what you meant and get back to us. <laughs> but this schedule, as we all know, is is one of the more unique schedules that we've probably ever seen. Um, we're playing one division. We're playing them the whole season. We're playing the same team multiple times in a row. So I want to talk with you guys about what you think of this schedule and what you think um, some highlights are, some maybe challenges that we're going to face, and what it's going to be like playing the same team three, four nights in a row at times, um, or not three, four nights in a row, but three, four times in a row. Jordan, what I, do you think? I love the schedule. I love the back-to-back. Um, the one thing I don't like is that it starts out with six of eight on the road, and then he finishes seven to nine at home. I would love to see that the other way. I know the team has no control over that, but I'd rather see with a younger team um, with lower expectations to start hot with a lot of home games, and then try and build some confidence into the middle part of the schedule. Um, but I love the, you know, back-to-back games against the same team. If the season doesn't work out the way we want, I mean, there's going to be some bad blood in those second games, teams playing each other multiple times in a row. And if the season doesn't go the way we want it to, I mean, golden opportunity to boon it up in the second game of each miniseries. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Dude, that's all I want. I want the gooning it up. I want to see some like <laughs> bad blood in some of these series. Um, whether it's with 
the Hawks necessarily or just seeing some of these other teams Battle throughout the league. Alberta. Battle of Alberta. They're playing 10 times. No. Wait, how many yeah. times are they playing this year? 10 times? I think so. Uh, I think it's 10, yeah. Yeah, like that kind of stuff is going to be wild and very entertaining for the fans. Well, that in 82-game season, I mean, I get that's what the, the league is now, but that's a lot of games, and at some point it becomes a little bit of a slog. Like if you look back to 2013, just a fast-paced season, you're playing almost every other day. It's so much fun. You just get in the groove, and you know, once you're you know would be hitting the doldrums around the 50, 60, 70 game mark before teams start gearing up for playoffs. Um, you know that kind of slow period, at least for me. Then all of a sudden it's a playoffs. I think it'll be a fun, fast-paced year, and then hopefully after this they're able to get back onto a normal NHL schedule with with fans in the stadium. So I think it'll be a, a really fun season. I love the schedule. I think it's good. I like I like the original six rivalry backed up between, you know, you're going to see a lot of wings and, and Hawks, and that's a fun one. That was always a great battle when I was growing up as a kid watching hockey in Detroit. So that's kind of cool, and it's going to be different. Different is good right now. You know, anything that's – I mean, but at the end of the day, we're playing hockey, thank God. Um, and there's at least a little semblance of, of, of normalcy um, because, uh, you know, <laughs> I can't, you know, what did you say? What do we got, Jordan? 28 hours till, till 2021? We're 27 now. 27, yeah, 27. Now. 27 hours. I can't, <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> the only time 27 hours was worse is when James Franco got stuck on that rock in Utah. <laughs> 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 That's all that doesn't happen in this last 27. I'm just going to shut myself into my house and just hope to God nothing happens. Like, Keep Jesus. watching the news for like the asteroid. They're like, what's the finale to 2020? Seriously, like the this makes me want to find that rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steer into the wind on this one, boys. <laughs> yes. I feel like at this point, we're going to find out that the U.S. is doing the purge like the movie, and that's going to be the last 24 hours. <laughs> basically in Chicago all summer. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's like you want to go to a closed department store and not pay for anything. The city's like, oh, go for it. <laughs> I grew up in a I grew up in a military family, boys. I'd be just finder on the purge. I get a, <laughs> I got a, got a got a got a long list of Marines in my family, so I'm 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 all right. Just come to come to Denver and we'll we'll be fine. I'm on my way. Well, yeah, if you're um, breaking rules in 2020, like the purge, 24 hours, do whatever you want. I'm just gonna eat. Eat indoors at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> you rebel. You rebel. Don't you do it. Don't you do it, Jordan. That's the one Whoa. thing not allowed during the purge, Jordan. You yeah. will be arrested. That's for the that, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, are your, what are your other thoughts about the schedule, guys? What are, I mean, anything else? See, of note? I'm opposite with Jordan. I actually love road games early in the season. I think every year. I do too. I want guys on the road. I want guys just hanging out with each other, eating dinner. Just being guys, doing do things, getting to know each other outside of the ring. Totally. Especially now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They, people yep. just want to hang around with each other right now. They haven't seen each other in months and they haven't been able to, maybe because of lockdowns, maybe because of other reasons, but totally. You want your team around as much as possible before the season starts and even after the season starts. Like, think about all the years the Hawks had the, uh, the old circus trip. I yep. missed that. That was good times. Best bonding moments are always in those in those in those road trips. I mean, there's there's a lot that goes on, and um, and it's and it's just it's different. Maybe now, obviously, they're probably not going to be allowed to go to restaurants and stuff. But I'm yeah, sure yeah. they'll have something figured out for them. But you know, guys will be guys will guys will be playing guys will be playing video games. Guys will be hanging out. They'll be it'll be better. They'll have party rooms probably. You know, set up in the hotel for them to lounge and relax. 
party rooms, I don't mean party. I mean a giant room, <laughs> conference room in which they can lounge and hang. You'll you'll basically create a dudes being dudes. Yeah, just dudes being dudes. Hell, bring the mini stick nets. Let's get yeah. some hallway hockey going. <laughs> Boys, Let's just mini stick it up. I see your mini stick yeah, net right? right there, Kyle. I love it. Those are my favorite. If you, if your parents weren't called by the front desk on a hockey trip because you were <laughs> doing it in the hallway, mini sticks in the hallway, you're doing it wrong. So I love those trips. Those are my favorite moments hanging out with the boys and just you know. Are you confirming that the Blackhawks play shinny? mini sticks shinny hockey in the hallway? Um, I'm not, but I hope that they do. I know I that guys so with kids are definitely doing it, and I yeah, guarantee yeah. you that Doc was playing mini sticks with Siebes' kids, and I guarantee you that Nylander was playing mini sticks with Leonard's kids because any chance I get to play mini sticks, I'm all about it. Like I'm going to visit my <laughs> my my 12 year old nephew. I'm gonna I'm gonna see him uh, tomorrow out in, in Carolina, and. I guarantee I won't get two steps in that door before there's a mini stick in my hand and we're knocking it around in the, uh, in the mini stick room. So I'm ecstatic about it. I still, you know, I'm 39 years old and I still love playing mini sticks. Did you say the mini stick room? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's a definite You don't have a mini stick room? You not poor? me. I yeah. mean, <laughs> I mean uh, you know, young, young Jackson, Young Jackson Williams is a uh, is a bit of a uh, a hockey star. His his father played a couple of games in the league. Justin games, Williams, yeah. decent games. player. He's all right. He's all right. Retired now, but he was good. He was good in his time. So he's a this little dude. I, I actually love him. He's a little chip off the old block. He's a little he's a little stud. He's a little rock star hockey player. And this summer, he finally decided he wanted to play golf. So I uh, I, I played golf with him the last time I was in Carolina, and I was just like, yeah, great. He he looks he looks at me and we get on the first tee and he goes Uncle Nick he goes how many strokes am I giving you I'm like you little <laughs> shit and then I watched him pump his drive and I'm like you're giving me five twenty twenty seven NHL draft boys twenty twenty seven NHL no, NHL draft top five Jackson Williams guaranteed guaranteed. Yep. We'll be waiting. Let him know at that point that if he wants to be on a podcast. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. him on. Yeah, we'll get him on. <laughs> I feel like we, we should, should wait a little bit. tomorrow and we could have brought him on this podcast. He could have got the first interview with the top, top pick in the 2027 NHL draft. So, we'll, we'll record him now and release it in 2027. Like, this sick. is just yeah. in. <laughs> Before we hopped on, you said you're going to do a TikTok? He wants me to do a TikTok. Yeah, he's he's big. That age group is big on the TikToks. So he's asked if I would do. I don't really have, I have a TikTok, but I, I don't post. I posted one video with him. So he wants me to do a TikTok. And I had to ask Kyle what the the, the name of the, the damn song was. I don't even know the, the dance, but it's that Jason Derulo song. And so I got I got to I got to practice beat. a little bit. Cool. That's a sick beat. Yeah, we'll make sure we find it and we'll repost it on Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to be sure the, everyone the, sees it. TikTok guy, it's gonna be great. Yeah, <laughs> there's no going back. <laughs> yeah, there's... No, this will be the second and probably, hopefully, the only the second uh, TikTok I ever do. See, it's not really my jam. Jordan, this is why I want the Hawks on the road so they can like play Mario yeah, Kart with each other and do TikToks together. <laughs> Unreal coming, content. Coming back to this, I'm actually Team Jordan. I just want to throw this in there. I'm a big fan of road trips. I don't love it to start the season though. I do. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm normally, I agree with the two of you guys full heartedly, especially Jordan. Lately. <laughs> uh, I completely Fuck disagree. You, buddy. Yeah. Road, 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 take a hike, Jordan. 
remember 30 seconds ago when we were best friends? That yeah, was right? fun. <laughs> um, no, I'm full, I'm full on, full on for the road trip at the start of the year. Sorry. It's a, I think it's a money. Ma- I think it's, I think it's going to be very good for these guys. I think it's exactly what the doctor ordered. I think it's, it's fortuitous scheduling. If, Apart from the fact that it's that juggernaut of Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah. If, if the yeah, boys. But, but, but time out, but time out. But look, at, but look at the positive of that. Like, okay, yeah, juggernaut of Tampa Bay. Get that out of the way. Get that out of the way early. Measure yourself against the best in the league. Plus, you're in Florida, which, you know, is open. Okay. Compared to sun. the rest of the country. Interesting. Even if you're not going into restaurants, you're still hanging out on the beach. You're tossing the football around. You're playing beach volleyball. You're there for an extended period of time. You're probably playing a little bit of golf. It's the perfect situation for these guys. That's perfect. a good point. Well, I, I hear you. I hear you. Do this for a living, if, Kyle. If, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're mistaken because we do this for a living too. That's Week true. Nights uh, that's at right. 8 p.m. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. If if the boys don't take one of those hotel rooms. Take the beds out and make it a shinny hockey room, like 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 you were talking, Gizmo. Then I'll be very disappointed in them. I would I love hope to God there's mini sticks for Colleton to get a call at like eleven at night. <laughs> like, hey, uh, hey, coach, your kids are out of control. <laughs> you know, you got to like crack down on these guys because you know we have other guests in this establishment. That he's would all, make me so proud. He's all fired up. He expects to find like Boquist, the young guys. He rolls and it's like Keith, Seabrook, Shaw. <laughs> has to bench him for the first period. Those guys <laughs> love mini sticks. Jeremy Carlton plays mini sticks. He's got two young kids that, sure. that are little little hockey players. I guarantee you, coach, is playing mini sticks. I yeah, they're gonna have to call Bowman a real adult. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, okay, comes Jeremy. In, boys. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to have to trade you. <laughs> Let alone his but dad's down there playing. from the front like, desk about mini sticks. <laughs> and he sees Kaner go down with a breakaway, and he's like, actually, continue. This <laughs> Never <magical>. mind. <laughs> uh, boys, I think we should wrap it up with some random rabbit hole questions. What are you guys favorite, ready for that? Favorite part. I love All this right. part. So I want an answer from everyone. I'll give an answer as well. Um <clears throat> These questions are going to be a little all over the place. We got three. So the first one is a would you rather, um, and it's hockey related. <laughs> Gizmo's worried. <laughs> would always, you rather? When we get to this segment, I always wonder if this is the end of my career. It, <laughs> at one point, at one point, it might be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're going to dance that fine line. Um, Great, this one won't it. be though. I can promise you that. Would you rather be a fourth liner? on a team and win three Stanley cups with that team or be a hall of famer that wins zero Stanley cups. Easy answer. I'm taking the cups, baby. Immortality etched on the greatest trophy in all of history. Hell leave the gun. Take the cannolis. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. That was a fantastic answer. I had to think about this, but, uh, Dude, I'm taking the money and run. Going to the Hall of Fame. Whoa! You I know, expect fourth that out of you, Jordan. <laughs> you know, you know, probably got like an eight-year career, two million bucks a year. You know, you're walking away with 16 million. Hall of Famer, you know, 70, 80, 90 million. I'll take that. Right off into the sunset with my plaque and with my cash. Probably why I'm poor right now. Good answer. Straight <laughs> cash. That's a very good answer. Jordan's goal since he was 17 is to be a one percenter. So yeah. I'm not shocked by that. Sounds like he's almost there. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm taking I'm taking the cups. 
Uh, we debated when we were making this question, but three Stanley Cups, it's too many to go the other direction. Jordan, I'm still friends with you, so I'll just reap the benefits of the rich friend. Perfect. Yeah, no, that's cool. But, uh, you can pawn your rings too if you need. Extra <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yes. do that. That's fine. That's fine. Boys, Three Stanley I'm Cups is too you, many to pass up. I've been to Stanley Cup parties. My my two best friends have, have have won it, and I'm telling you, it is it is worth every ounce of. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it, just being the hanger on or. I can't imagine the amped up feeling of actually being a actually, reason why yeah. you're holding on to it. So like the parties alone, fellas. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, what a blast. Good Lord. Jordan, avoid and enjoy your loneliness and money. We're going to be Jordan. partying with the Stanley Cup. No kidding. Oh, the Hall of Fame party is going to be a good one. though. Yeah. That's a hell of a party. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> but you usually don't get in until you're like past that stage of your life where you're like, throwing down like hard bills at the bar you know i think those guys like like matt sundin someone who had an amazing career hall of famer but no cup i mean can you imagine saying no to that career i'm saying to ask you know what it would be be very interesting to ask a hall of famer their thoughts on that i think you would get a lot of hall of famers that would give that up for a cup yeah but every hall of famer is going to say that because they have to say it yeah, but that's I think how are you gonna how are you gonna say no to the? I'm the, the only cups. one brave enough to say I would like to make a hundred million dollars. I'm a think, big man. I don't think anyone plays hockey for that many years and thinks my ultimate goal is to be have be in the Hall of Fame. Like I think their ultimate goal is to win the Stanley Cup. I would Dude, go out. That's even if that's I was where a like the and one cup. I think I would take that. Yeah, the Hall if fame. that was a thing, no free agent would ever sign with a crappy team for good money. Everyone will be taking hometown discounts every time saying, you know, oh, I don't care about the money. I just want a cup. I mean, all the guys then would go like NBA, form super teams. So they can win a cup. I, I disagree with you. These guys got to pay the bills. I mean, NBA and NHL are very different in terms of contract talk. Kevin, what's your answer? Oh, I'm taking the three Stanley Cups all day. I would do it for two cups, maybe even one to oh. be a fourth liner. Yeah. I'm not oh. doing it for one. I do it for the passion. I don't know. It's I love just, the game. All right. Paul Famer means your first line forward or, or you know, <laughs> top pairing defenseman for, for at least 10 years. You know, you're I a get, star. Yeah. I get what you mean. <clears throat> but you guys think Justin Williams should be in the Hall of Fame? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fuck Let's, you, Jordan. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was pissed at you before. Now we're done. <laughs> Let's. I'm gonna look him up. Let's. I don't know his stats off the top of my mind. He's played how many games? I think it's 1,200 ish. Right. He's was he 16 three Stanley years? Cups. Three Stanley 64, Cups. 764, 797 Mike. points. So he's close, but Mr. Game Seven, most clutch guy ever. That's true. If Three we cups. say yes, will his son come on the podcast? Con Smut, I will ask Jack. <laughs> I will ask him. I will ask him. <laughs> Definitely in. You know, too, he was way more than a fourth liner. He's a great player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think he ever played on the fourth line. Yeah, no, I don't think he, he's always tough. He was always top six guy. Top yeah. Six guy. I mean, until the end, he was he was making an impact. Until I'll take he, back. I'll take back the auto no on the whole thing. He's no, awesome. I was, nice, I was <laughs> way off. He was drafted in 2000, so yeah. that's Long career, boys. 20 years. 
20 years, three cups, Con Smite. How many games did you say he played? 12? What's 12, 64. That's 12, just regular 64. season. And only 800 points? I thought he, I thought he had. I thought uh, he was like 888. 797. Yeah. Wow. Uh, a little low on points, but hell of a player. Impact. He gets my vote. I'm like giving him a vote, What else too. you got for us? Yeah, okay. We're going to transition away from hockey now. Gizmo, it's mm. time to get word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> would you rather fight 50 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? 50 duck-sized horses. Yeah, I'm fighting, yeah, I'll I'm take fighting the, the one. I'm taking the one horse-sized duck. Uh, I think no, I'm has got a beak on it. Yeah, right? but what's your strategy? My strategy? Me, I'm just, strategy. I'm, I'm, me for me or? or yeah, yeah, said. yeah, Gizmo, what's your strategy? Oh, I'm kicking. I'm kicking. Kicking? <laughs> just, I'm okay, kicking. I'm mine, mine is just jumping, and then I jump up, and they come underneath my feet. I just land on them. Oh, <laughs> you're like Mario it. brother in that thing. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys don't like understand. A... Ducks are not like 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 that small. Like you're not. Yeah, just... but if I if I step on a duck, the ducks in trouble. If I jump on the duck, yeah, There's I jump. 50. I jump fifty times, and because they're horses, they can't fly, so they can't come from my head. Hey, no, Has anyone been killed from fifty ducks? I don't think so. They'll never take me alive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> First off, I'll just go all zen on them and just and thirty eight duck sized horses were found. Uh, <laughs> I'll be a needle through water, boys. Needle through water. <laughs> I'm taking one one horse sized duck. I don't know if what that my thing strategy gets you is with it, That thing gets you with its beak. It's not gonna. Dust. I think it's gonna be it's, like a three foot beak, like proportionately water. Thing. It can do them all. And if that okay, thing maybe, gets on top of you, you're done. Maybe, maybe master of the elements. Wait, you guys understand though? Fifty of them can easily just like. Like come at you in, in different directions. You're gonna Waves. fall down. You got fifty of those things stomping on you. They're gonna do a pincer move on my location. Like, yeah, I but think imagine lose lose a horse sized duck flying, picks you up, then drops you in the water, and now it's a duck, <laughs> land, air, <laughs> sea, it, everything. <laughs> I didn't think about flying. I, I didn't fly. think about flying oh, either. True God, apex predator. Mess. Oh, <laughs> deadly, deadly. Deadly. Right, well, I pick I you up, up like a little fish, do the whole toss thing, and <laughs> swallow. Now you're in the duck's stomach, clawing your never, way out. I am oh. never going to look at a duck the same way. Thank you. No, for that, not. And they're never going to look at you the same you're way. Right. I'm not going <laughs> to sleep tonight either. Yeah. Jesus. Horror movie plot. Yeah. Next. That's a great idea. Next. Okay, we got one more. Um, I'm gonna Gizmo. You're answering first again. Mm. And, and you didn't have we time might, to think about this. We may have to answer first. <laughs> we yeah. have to, we yeah. gotta look at Yeah. <laughs> what conspiracy theories do you believe in? At least pick one. <laughs> this is the question <laughs> that I fear for my career. Um, I eased into it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Do what I do. Just pass it to Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Hall of Fame. I'm, I'll put it in. <laughs> I'm gonna go with oh god, what I want to say, I can't say. I'm going with JFK. <laughs> JFK, Ooh, yeah, okay. JFK, yep, JFK. Inside job, uh, grassy knoll, not the clock or not the uh, not the the book depository. It's it, it, it came from the grassy knoll. It was an inside job. Um, our our government probably did that. Um, uh, for the FBI and the CIA that are listening in Homeland Security, sorry about that. 
was about to say, you're about to be on some lists. So Yeah, I'm probably not going to get on my flight tomorrow. Yeah. If we end up on the list, too. I'm going to be very disappointed in you guys. Yeah. <laughs> if I can't fly tomorrow, I'm calling you guys right away. Be like, you're not going to believe what just happened. <laughs> and that just uh, proves maybe you're right. Yeah, huh? Actually. Oh. Well, that's the conspiracy right there. Yeah. If they act upon this, then Gizmo is right. <laughs> but no right. one will ever know because. Yeah, especially we don't post this. Yeah. Um, Kevin, what do you believe in? The pyramids were helped <laughs> built by aliens. <laughs> that is just how did those guys I... get that done, dude. That's how did they get that done? <laughs> I don't how did I dude, that's a lot of work. Like I watched we... that my mom and I love those shows like on the science channel, oh, the channel the, like how they did it, and I'm like, how did they do it? It's unbelievable, like the, the carving of yeah. the sphinxes and the the, Was the, it the ancient the, aliens the tunnels. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're definitely a pro alien podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my college career was spent on like afternoons from like one thirty to four, ancient aliens and just snapping. That was my afternoon. <laughs> Look who you are now, Kevin. I know. But <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I okay. So I've heard this from another guy. There's like these giant stone beams. Uh, in a chamber in one of the Egyptian chambers, and the stone came from uh, a masonry site from like like thousands of miles away down the Nile, and they don't know how they transported them because they're that big. Probably well, on the Nile. Well, <laughs> yeah, that seems I mean, pretty obvious, dude. It's. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know that makes sense, but the, the engineers now have trouble understanding how they would even get those beams there, let alone why they chose that stone from that location and bringing them thousands of miles to that to there and let alone putting them in the in the pyramid insane jordan insane. you got another yeah it's it pretty simple uh jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself i'll leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> i have not watched no more commentary right <laughs> I'll leave it at that in case like Bill or Hillary's listening right now. So uh, <laughs> yeah, they're Kyle, what you, you, got? Are, you are <laughs> definitely on a list. <laughs> Guys, nice this knowing has you, been, Jordan. This Here funny. comes the karma for not voting <laughs> Willie into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Signed up for that. Um, mine is Bigfoot is real because I don't even think that counts as a conspiracy. Bigfoot is real. Yeah, he is. For sure yeah. he is. is it, I think it's a conspiracy now? if you say he's not real. I but... bet he's super cuddly too. I bet he's just like, right? what? Like, dude, let's be guys, gross. What's he's probably Canadian. Nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey there. Oh, hey. You guys are all scared about me a bit, eh? That movie, that Harry and Turkey the Hendersons? And Sharon yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> Unreal movie. <coughs> Harry and the Hendersons. Basically, a right. family accidentally yeah. brings one home. And he turns out to be the lovable Sasquatch we all need. Yeah. Classic yeah. 90s flick. Yeah. Fully yeah. Right, yeah, I mean, definitely real. Definitely real. No doubt in my mind. Probably helped with the pyramids because he's definitely Yeah, strong. dude. They just had an army <laughs> of Sasquatches that dude, were like, I got this. Tell man. me I'm wrong. They were ben, like hairless though because it was Egypt and obviously it's hot as hell there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's what happened. Yeah, dude. He God, may have he killed Epstein. Everything. He may yeah. have killed Epstein and JFK too. So Yeah. No, no, no. Let's go. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have. That's the only random questions. I think we're good. I know Jordan's not good, but I think we all made it out okay. <laughs> yeah, Jordan and I aren't on this well, podcast ever again. It's because we're dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been real, though, guys. Yeah, thank you. Good times. Fitting good end times. of 2020. That's all. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you guys have like 26 hours and 40 minutes to live, but Thank right at the end, done Thank job. God. All right, boys. Well, that's all the Hawks slash conspiracy talk that we have today. Um, we'll be back again in a week. We're super pumped. We're getting really close to the NHL season starting here. So we're going to have a ton of content coming as we, as we ramp up into the season when we can actually talk all about hockey. Training it's camp. actually happening next yes, week. Absolutely. Um, but that's all we have for you to hear today, guys. Gizmo. At this point, you might see me on the Hawks roster. If I, yes, <laughs> any more injuries, I might be playing wing boys. <laughs> We we want you at center. We need you at center. Yeah, I just center. That's why I always I played center. I played center. If I play top one, six like, minutes right available, ready shot. Are. Put me on the put me on the uh, put me on the off wing. But um, I will I've, definitely be a fourth liner. <laughs> I've heard the way to kind of sneak into this roster is to show that you have the shinny hockey skills at one of the away trips. So just kind of show up, Carlton will see it and he'll be like, "Wait a second, this guy. Oh, that's Gizmo. Get him on the." Like, Look and at Gizmo. Let's go, bud. Yeah. I'll just I'll commentate. Will mic me up and I'll commentate the whole damn thing. So, I well. mean, NHL is missing out on live audio. I I mm. don't think it would ever happen mm. for obvious reasons, but yes, you're not going to want to <laughs> do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you could be a stepping stone for that process. And you so. never know. We'll see what we'll see what happens here. There it is. Good That's stuff. kind of the end of 2020. We'll see what happens. All right, Gizmo, thank Happy you so New much Year, for boys. joining. Happy yeah. New Year's, guys. Happy New Year's, guys.